Hello, this is Pastor Bob Gray. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast here at Emmanuel Baptist Church of Longview. I trust the services will be a blessing to you. If I can do anything for you, please let me know. You can find our information on the website at ebclongview.com. Let's go right into the services of Emmanuel Baptist Church. Enjoy God's Word. All right, yeah. <laughs> Sit down. And, uh, if you could turn your Bibles to Genesis chapter number three. Genesis uh, chapter number three. Um, <clears throat> so <laughs> I just started on deputation, so there's a lot of first for me. This is my first uh, missions conference as a missionary. And um, thank you. And a um, first time preaching in chapel as a missionary, so I'm just a little bit nervous. So if you just please pray for me. Uh, somebody's phone is up here. Is that okay? <laughs> Sorry about that. Anyway, <laughs> Genesis chapter number three. We'll start reading in verse uh, number one. Genesis chapter number three and verse number one. It says, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, yea, hath God said, you shall, uh, shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman uh, said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit uh, of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, uh, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, uh, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall, uh, shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the, to the eyes, and the tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he uh, did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Uh, and they uh, heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord uh, God amongst the trees of the garden. And verse number nine is where we're going to, where we get the message today. Um, and the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, where art thou? And uh, that's the title of the message today, where art thou? And let's go to pray. Dear Lord, I thank you for this day, Lord. I thank you for down the cross, Lord. I thank you for, Lord, just uh, allowing me this opportunity to, to be here, Lord, in, in this missions conference, Lord. And Lord, I just pray that you just speak to our hearts, Lord. Lord, I just pray that you just do something uh, with us, Lord. I just pray that you just uh, not only stir us, Lord, but change us, Lord, and to, Lord, have a desire to see people saved, Lord, and have a desire to reach people with the gospel, Lord. And in uh, Jesus' name, amen. So, of course, if you've been in church uh, any length of time, you have heard this story. We know that this story is the uh, story that doomed all of humanity into sin. And uh, Satan comes to Eve and gets Eve to take the fruit of, uh, of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Eve then gets this fruit and gives it to Adam. 
they now have this knowledge that there is good and bad. But we come to uh, the last part of uh, verse number nine. The Lord uh, calls to Adam and Eve and asks, where art thou? Of course, God knew uh, where they were, but I believe that God wanted Adam and Eve to know where they were. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's what the Lord's uh, saying to us today is, where art thou? You know, he's, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, do you remember that time that God called you? Uh, do you remember that time uh, you were sitting in a preaching service and God made it clear to you that he wanted you to preach or do something for him? Do you remember the time that, that you went down to the altar and surrendered to God? Maybe it was in a camp or maybe it was in a special uh, uh, conference, but you went down to the altar and even cried like a baby. Then you made it public in front of the church and, and uh, everyone came by and shook your hand and congratulated you. Some said that they, uh, that they were praying for you and God was going to use you. Uh, you even uh, preached a few times and maybe you're in Bible college today. But where art thou? Where are you right now? Are you in God's will? Are you doing God's will? Are you concerned about uh, uh, doing what God would have you to do? And you know, I know, uh, I understand circumstances happen, but are we doing what God wants us to do today? You know, people are dying and going to hell every single day in our country and around the world. Um, and he's looking for a man to stand in the gap between heaven and hell. Ezekiel chapter 22 verse 30 says, And I sought for a man among them among them, and should uh, make, make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. You know, we have the responsibility to stand between somebody going to heaven or hell, depending on if we are going to tell them the gospel or not. You know, uh, us not telling somebody about Christ is like having the cure for cancer and not giving, uh, giving it to the people that need it. And so uh, just some, some statistics, you know, um, Stuff keeps on falling out of my Bible, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, 6,000 to 10,000 churches in America close every year. In 2019, 3,000 churches started and only um, and uh, 4,500 churches uh, were closed. We are having more churches uh, closing than starting. Where are the men that desire to, uh, to do a work for God? You know, the world has enough NBA players. The world has enough NFL players. But what, what we're lacking is men of God that want to do what God has for them. And, uh, he, you know, we're lacking men of God that are willing to stand in that gap. He, uh, we're lacking men of God that, that would just say, hey, wherever you want me to go, I'll go. and Whatever you want me to do, I'll do. And um, we need uh, men and women that just simply want to do what God wants them to do. And uh, so there are just uh, a few things that, uh, that we do or Satan gets us to do uh, in not doing what, what uh, God's will is for us. And the first thing that uh, we do or Satan gets us to do is we question what God has said. Uh, verse number one, it says, now the serpent was more subtle uh, 
than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, ye shall, need, uh, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. You know, uh, maybe the Lord's called you to be a missionary. Maybe the Lord's called you to preach. But a lot of times when, when circumstances happen in our, in our life, the Satan comes to us and he questions what God has already told us to do. And he, uh, he says, hey, hath God said, did God really call you to be a missionary? Did God really call you to be a, a pastor? Did he really call you to preach? Uh, and we question what God has, um, has said. And, um, you know, uh, we, a lot of times we question what God has promised. God uh, has promised that he will not leave us. Uh, or forsake us. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 says, Let our conversation be without covetousness uh, and be content, uh, content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Matthew chapter 28, verse 20 says, Teaching, un, uh, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the world. Amen. So we see that, that a lot of times, man, Satan will get us to question what God has promised. But also, uh, Satan will also get us to, to question God's provision. Uh, Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 says, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory uh, in uh, Christ Jesus. If you'd go to Psalm, Psalm chapter 78. Psalm chapter uh, 78 and verses uh, 21 and 22. It says, therefore, the Lord uh, heard this and was wroth. So a fire was kindled against Jacob and uh, anger also came upon or came uh, up against Israel because they believed not in God and trusted not in his salvation. So we see that in, uh, in Psalm 78, the writer is uh, recounting when Israel was going through the wilderness and how they complained on how bad that they had it. And we see that every time that, that Israel had a need, God performed a miracle and provided for them. You know, uh, do you know that God wants to do, uh, do great things in your life? But a lot of times we, we complain about uh, situations and we complain about, uh, you know, and we worry about, hey, is God really going to take care of us? And uh, every time uh, that Israel had a complaint, every time they needed bread, they got bread. Every time that they got water, they got water. And God always provided for them. And we need to realize that God will always provide for us. And uh, you don't need a... Um, you know, complain and, and worry about if God is going to provide for us. Uh, Psalm chapter 78, verse 41 says, Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. So they're in their unbelief, in their, um, you know, uh, wondering if God was going to take care of them, they limited God. Hey, God wanted to do uh, greater things that he already did, but they limited God because of their unbelief. Uh, the second thing that God, or that, I'm sorry, that Satan 
uh, gets us to um, uh, do in uh, not doing what God wants us to do is, or what we do uh, in uh, not doing what, what God wants us to do is we only care about what we want to do. In verse, uh, if you'd go back to Genesis, Genesis chapter chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 6, it says, uh, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the, to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave, uh, gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. So we see that, that Satan, uh, you know, tempted Eve and said, Man, that this fruit looks great, this hey, you don't have to do what what God uh, uh, said. You don't have to, or you you can take that for it. It's not going to do anything. But he tempted her, and and that's what Satan does to us. And and he gets us to to, uh, have this mindset of, hey, I'm going to do what I want to do. And uh, I'm not going to care what God wants us to do. And uh, a lot of times we make plans for our life without asking God what he wants. Uh, have you ever asked God what he wants from you? Uh, God, you know, does know, he does know what, what is best for us. After all, he created us. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, uh, to give you an expected end. God wants to bless you and he will if you consider what he wants for you to do. Matthew chapter 5 verse 6 says, Blessed are they which do hunger uh, hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. If you thirst and hunger after righteousness, then you are going to consider what God wants you to do. And also, I want us to um, see that, you know, uh, we're, we're not our own. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, uh, uh, 19 through 20 says, what? No, uh, what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have, um, have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body uh, and in your spirit, which are God's. <clears throat> you know, so... We're not our own. God, if you're saved, God has already bought you. He's already uh, bought you. And for us to do our own thing, that's like a a um, a thief, um, you know, stealing something. You know, what what would you call a person uh, that takes something that is not theirs? We would call him a thief. Then what are we when we don't do what God wants us to do? We are thieves. We are taking our own life. We're taking what we want to do and, and putting it before God. And we're stealing from God when we do that. We're stealing from him. But also, thirdly, what we do in, in not um, doing what God wants us to do um, is we hide ourselves. Uh, if you look in verse 8, it says, And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. 
So we, we hide ourselves. We hide ourselves in a, in a couple of ways. Number one, we hide ourselves maybe in our occupation. Uh, John chapter 21, verse 3 says, Simon saith unto them, uh, I go a fishing. Uh, they say unto him, We also go with thee. Uh, they went forth and entered into a ship immediately, and that night they caught nothing. Now, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with fishing. But this is uh, what, what Simon Peter did before he got saved, what, what, what he did before he followed Christ. So what he was saying was, I'm going back to my old life. I'm going back to, to my occupation. What, hey, I'm uh, going back to making money. I'm going back to, um, you know, what, what I want to do. So when you get saved, your identity is not uh, in what you do for a living, but who you are in Christ. You might say, you know, I, I need money to survive, and you would be right. But are we depending on our ability? Are we depending on God? God is the one that has given us our ability, and he is the one that could take it away. And so are we, are we hiding ourselves in our occupation? But uh, also this might get us a little bit confused, but a lot of times we hide ourselves in our church. You know, we could be in church and be the most involved person and not be doing exactly what God wants us to do. Hey, I'm not saying that, that uh, you know, capting a bus route or, or doing all these things in church is bad and wrong. Hey, it's great. But are we doing exactly what the Lord wants us to do? Are we doing, hey, if God has called you to preach, then go preach. A pastor somewhere. If uh, God's called you to be a missionary, then do that. But are we doing exactly what the Lord wants us to do? And so, I know it's a shorter message, but are we, you know, where art thou? Are you, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I forgot my points already. <laughs> no, are we questioning what God has said? Are we um, doing what, what we want to do and, and not what God wants us to do? And are we hiding ourselves? Are we... Uh, are we doing good things and, and said, well, God will be okay with this? No, he wants us to do what he wants us to do. And so, man, where art thou? We need some young men. We need some young ladies that would just decide that we need God and that th this nation needs God. Uh, our world as a whole needs God. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast of the sermons from Emmanuel Baptist Church of Longview. We trust that the sermons and God's word was a blessing to you and yours. Please visit us at ebclongview.com. If we can do anything for you, please let us know. Have a great day.